Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to this week's live. Now, what I'm going to talk about today, I think, is very important, uh, and people quite often miss out on this uh, because they're kind of too focused on doing one particular thing, and that's diversifying your portfolio. Now, whether you're in property, by the way, or you're in any other business, I think to diversify is extremely important. I'm sure you've heard the old saying, don't put your egg or eggs in one basket, because uh, if you do and the basket falls, then all your eggs might break which is very painful. That's why it's important to make sure you diversify uh, and spread the risk uh, and also the return. And there's a number of reasons why you should do that. Uh, but in property, generally speaking, how it works is you have you use the 70-20-10 model, which works well. So you've got 70% uh, of your asset base and your income usually coming from one particular uh, property strategy, 20% from your secondary strategy, and 10% from your third strategy. Uh, and that kind of usually works extremely well. And then, again, it's, it's not an exact science, but you spend 70% of your time on the on the main one, 2010, same with in terms of the income. Uh, and I, I, generally speaking, I don't think it's imperative that it's 70, 2010, but it should be there or thereabouts. Linked with that, I think what works really well is the Pareto principle, which simply talks about uh, that 20% uh, of your work or customers or clients whatever you want to call them will generate 80 percent of your income and 20 percent of your clients and customers and patients may cause 80 percent of your headache as well so it's identifying those things and, and making them more lean uh, because what you want is to have a well-oiled machine so coming back to property simply speaking what you want to be doing is diversifying into different strategies now, if you're new to property or you don't know much about property, there are quite a few different property strategies. And I did a sort of a whole compilation on YouTube, which I'm not going to run through today, but I think on that video, I had either 20 or 21 different strategies you could deploy in your business. And before I go any further, you don't want to deploy 21 strategies or 20 strategies. It's too much, but you want to pick up a few, uh, which I think is extremely important. And before I go any further, I've got Ian Forsyth. He says, hi, Shaz, great to see you helping entrepreneurs achieve more. Look forward to catching up soon. Thank you very much, Ian. Uh, and Ian was very kind enough to uh, do an uh, interview with me uh, during lockdown. And he's a very experienced uh, business owner, entrepreneur, very well known in Peterborough. I always learn lots from him. So thank you very much for your kind words, Ian. And yes, of course, I look forward to catching up with you soon because I think there is some stuff we can do together uh, in property. Uh, especially that you provide bathrooms, I think, and kitchens. Uh, so we, we should definitely talk. Uh, Ash Ajas says, hi, Shaz, very useful. Thanks. Ash, thank you very much for being on the live. Feel free to ask as many questions as you like. And then we've got Maz Maz, who says commercial to residential all the way. Absolutely, uh, Maz, uh, my preferred strategy and my main one, where I spent uh, at least 70% of my time is on commercial conversions. And you're absolutely right. I think it's a fantastic strategy if done extremely well, uh, you could end up in a situation uh, where you end up having flats or apartments uh, without using any of your own money 
and at the end if you want to refinance you can pull all your money out pay off the investors and you own a chunk of or a proportion of the units you've created which haven't cost you anything so if you're buying like single lets and putting down a 25 percent deposit you've got to find that cash first and maybe you can, you can only afford to do one every year or one every other year so in 10 years you might if you're buying one every year you've got 10 units one every other year you might have five if you do a commercial conversion you, within 18 months to 18 to 24 months you could end up having half of 15 20 units and if you do it one unit at a time as uh, it's going to take you a lot longer to get there so i totally agree with you you're absolutely right and then Maz says need help though is there any way to get one-to-one -one advice absolutely Maz, you can email me uh, i will uh, add my email into the comments box uh, drop me an email and we can have a chat offline so more than happy to help so going back to the, the strategies so obviously one is commercial conversions and uh, another one is simple uh, bite lets then you've got rent to rent then you've got rent to SA, which is rent to service accommodation. Then you've got service accommodation in itself. Then you've got HMOs. Uh, then you've got uh, uh, land gains. Then you've got option agreements. You've got assisted sales. goes so on and so forth. That there's so many different You can even be a letting agent. So there's quite a few different strategies that you can deploy in your property business. It's finding out uh, which ones you're most interested in, which one you're passionate about, which ones you think are going to work best for you which one you've got experience in. Uh, so it's finding out all of those things and then picking the strategy that works best for you. I always say, because sometimes people come to me because they're energized by going on a, on a particular course on a weekend or join a mastermind and they want to deploy three strategies in one go. Bad idea, start with one, see that through, and then go into the second one, the third one, build it over time. Rome was not built in a day for a very good reason. I don't think you and I should try and do, replicate that either. So slow and steady, usually wins the race now when you're obviously looking to uh diversify you also want to be thinking about location so having all of your property in one condensed area and in, in a particular density doesn't work well for financing it's not going to work well especially as you have a, a larger portfolio so thinking about where you want to invest is it in one particular geographical area into regionally you want to go into different parts of the country uh so think about that are, are you urban are you rural are you somewhere in between are you targeting uh students so and i'll come on to that uh, very shortly so the first thing that you want to diversify i think which is the kind of asset type what are you looking to buy is it commercial property is it residential is it uh, student accommodation is it apartments uh so think about the some type of asset type that that you are targeting and then look at diversifying so don't have just all one bedroom flats or two bedroom flats have some houses um, possibly think about hmos possibly think about having some commercial property uh, think about obviously also converting commercial co property into residential uh, so and then linking that of course with uh, the geographical location sometimes you, people think properties are cheaper up north which they are but they live down south let's just say let's call peterborough south for today i know people uh, living in london think peterborough is somewhere up north uh, but to, if you're in Peterborough and you're investing in Newcastle, properties are, are cheaper in Newcastle. But are you willing to travel there on a regular basis if you have to? Nothing ever is hands off. You'll have to go there. Are you willing to go there, look at properties? Something goes wrong, uh, drive there, meeting people. If you're doing building work, you're going to have to work with contractors. Are you willing to make that journey? 
if you're not on a regular basis, don't invest there. Keep it more local to you. So geographical location is extremely important. Don't just be tempted by properties that are cheaper in a particular area. I'm just going to go there. Because what I've just shared with you uh, near the start, uh, following on from Maz, Maz's uh, comment, is you can be pretty much anywhere and use BRR, get all your money out, and have property for free. I've been in business for 20 years. I can tell you, you can't do that in any other business unless you use seller finance uh, and you've got uh, third-party funding from a bank or another lender available. But even that's hard work. It requires effort. Uh, property, I believe, is easier as long as you're clear on your strategy and, and you can make it work. Scaling up a business from one center to 25 centers is a lot harder compared to getting from one unit, i.e. one property, to, I'd say, 50 to 100 properties. You can you, you do that quicker and it'll be easier than scaling up uh, to 2025 uh, different locations in terms of your business. We've got Rajesh Puri who says, Hi, Shaz. Hi, Rajesh. Totally interested in SA and commercial conversion. Look forward to having a chat with you. Absolutely, Rajesh. Feel free to get in touch whenever you like. Any question you've got, post them here tonight or uh, email me or send me a message through uh, LinkedIn. I am a bit guilty. I don't check LinkedIn every single day. Uh, but uh, if you do send me a message, or, or uh, I will respond uh, via LinkedIn. Uh, but if you want a quicker response, best to email me. Uh, I'll get through to you quicker in terms of my response. Then obviously, if in terms of diversifying, you're look, it's looking at the kind of demographic that, that you're targeting. Are you targeting single people? Are you targeting young families? Are you targeting students? Are you targeting young professionals? Are you targeting people who've retired? So think about the kind of demographic you want to target. And there's pros and cons to having different demographics. But again, diversify into one more than one particular demographic for kind of very obvious reasons. But the way that uh, you work with and the mindset people have who are retired will be very different to somebody who's a student. So look at all the pros and cons and figure out which one works better for you. Above and beyond that, so we look at asset class, we've looked at the location, we've looked at uh, demographic. Then the other important one is thinking about your strategy in terms of are you looking to buy and hold or are you looking to buy and sell? Now, of course, I would say do a bit of both. So get into flips, get into buying land with planning or without planning, obtaining planning, flipping it on, but also holding on to property. So do a bit of both because I think uh, that helps both in terms of cash flow, in terms of experience, and it broadens your horizons. Uh, but if you buy and hold, the benefit is you've got invest, uh, a return on your investment coming in every single month. Uh, generally speaking, you won't pay any tax uh, when you finish the project and refinance because you've not sold anything. So the only tax you pay, depending on whether you own the property in your own name, in this income tax, in a company, corporation tax. And then obviously when you sell a property, if it's in your own name, you're paying capital gains tax, selling it to a company, the company pays corporation tax. Whereas if you buy a property, refurbish it, flip it, any profit or gain you make, you'll have to pay income tax or corporation tax, depending on whether you own it in your own name, a partnership or a limited company. But I would say do a, a bit of both. And then the final way you should be looking to diversify is thinking about uh, are you an active property investor or are you passive? Uh, generally speaking, if you've got one or two or three or a very small portfolio, you could be passive because you buy the properties, you give it to a letting agent. But as your portfolio gets bigger, in my experience, having my own uh, portfolio, which is pretty 
significant and also working with lots of clients who have large portfolios nothing's ever passive you're still involved with property for different reasons whether you're financing with repairs maintenance working with agents working with tenants directly uh, making money while you sleep is a fantastic concept it's not going to work as your portfolio gets bigger but as your portfolio gets bigger you can obviously employ people but then you're still managing those people so it's not 100 uh, percent passive so you can make it passive when you're small as you get bigger it will be more active now of course active has different connotations if you've got a buy let portfolio of say 10 houses or 15 houses you that's you're not going to be that active compared to if you're doing a commercial conversion because that requires more work in a short space of time you're going to be very active but if you're doing what we're doing in uh baker in boston building 49 houses you're going to be even more active because that project it's uh, supposed to finish within 14 months it might take uh, four to six weeks longer than that but i'm even more involved in that than i have been when i've done a commercial conversion for 12 or 20 or 21 units so the activity required and the time required depends on uh, the type of work that you're doing and how kind of aggressive or regimented you are in terms of finishing the work so if you haven't got time and you've got a full-time job then obviously you want to aim for as much passive as you can in which case obviously a uh, single bite let is probably the best way forward until you have enough time to spend more time if you're looking to make more money in bigger chunks and quicker then uh, there will be a significant active form required from you in terms of being involved in the property and the final point for you today is can you be over diversified absolutely i mean there's certain things that in property you can kind of hedge but we can't fully control and, and manage in terms of interest rates inflation if there's a war going on somewhere which there is at the moment uh, and if you have a recession we don't control that per se so those are things that aren't you're not going to be kind of bulletproof to but if you've diversified then at least you've spread the risk but if you diversify too much and you've got five seven eight nine strategies you're not going to be able to manage them properly or you're going to struggle to uh, you're not going to grasp understand how each strategy works properly you're not going to be able to commit enough time to that particular strategy because obviously if you're doing just commercial conversions then you're always looking at commercial commercial conversion deals you'll have deal sources who send you commercial conversions you'll have contractors subcontractors who help you with commercial conversions you'll have uh, brokers and uh, lenders who specialize in, in giving you money for commercial conversions so you, you'll build up a good team around you who can help you with that but if you've got five or six different strategies then you need different types of specialists working with and for you and it's going to be harder for you to manage all that so i say don't go crazy diversifying i think i want seven different types of property strategies i'd say just simply pick three 70 20 10 doesn't have to be like that it could be 95 5 it could be 80 10 10 it could be just two with 80 20 uh, but i'd say at minimum level have one which is 60 20 20 or 60 uh, 30 10 that would work fine but if you want to stick to the basic model then 70 20 uh, 10 works absolutely fine get those three working when they're working you can always build up and have uh, other ad additional property strategies yeah the big problem entrepreneurs and property investors have and i call it a problem because i think it is a problem as opposed to a challenge is we have this shiny object syndrome if you want to look at the new innovation the next best thing and whenever that that comes along we go on a course or somebody talks about it or we read it in a book or on youtube or on social media we jump on that and think forget what i'm doing right now this looks bigger and better so 
we then take the focus off what we were doing and we diversify our focus on something else. And those people who use it chasing the next best idea always end up chasing their tail and don't do as well as those who are focused and commit to and stay in the queue, stay in the line for the things that they are focused on doing. So stay focused, stay in the queue and do what you've committed to do. You'll be better off in the long run. So that's it for tonight. Uh, those people who wanted to contact me, whether it was Rajesh, Maz, and of course also Ian, who's got my, my number and my uh, email address, feel free to contact me. Any questions, you can post them here later on or on social media, especially on YouTube. Until next week, bye for now. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.